You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Thank God it's Friday. I'm sure you've heard that before. Is it something that you say? And do you say it each and every week when Friday arrives? Does it put a smile on your face? Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 216 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. I've decided to make the Friday story today because I'm recording, yes, on a Friday. That expression, thank God it's Friday, has become part of popular culture, certainly in North America and I think around the world. It seems innocent enough, it's lighthearted, it makes us laugh, it makes us feel good, it makes us feel, it gives us a sense of freedom, and there's a lot of humor attached to it. I mean, they made a comedy called, a Hollywood movie called, Thank God It's Friday. And I'm not here to say it isn't funny and it isn't light. Those those attributes certainly apply to the expression, but I am here to get you to think about that, that phrase a little bit differently, to look at the more serious implications of it, because at a certain level, that phrase is limiting people's lives. It's robbing them of chances for excellence and leading them into lives of mediocrity and maybe even creating unhappiness. So my intention with this episode is to just get you to think about it and to really examine, does that phrase have meaning in your life and what exactly is that meaning? I want to approach this by focusing on three things. There's a Friday feeling, a Friday habit, and a Friday story. And they're all related. What's the Friday feeling? Well, if you have a nine-to-five job, you start to get that Friday feeling on Wednesday, which people humorously referred to as hump day. You're going over the hump and you're getting closer to your break on Friday. And then when Friday actually comes, think about the feelings that you begin to experience. Do you feel more energetic if you're at work? Do you find yourself more lighthearted, more tolerant? Do you have more of a smile on your face on Friday. And then at the end of the workday, how does that feeling accelerate? Because I'm sure it does. 
And then how does it carry over into the weekend? Why is this important? I'm going to tell you an example from my own life. I am fortunate enough not to be stuck in a nine-to-five routine. In fact, I don't really have a job job. I earn my living through entrepreneurial ventures that I've chosen and that I love, and I earn residual income. So my time is my own. But because I spent so many years in the nine-to-five routine, I'm amazed every Friday that I start to get that same feeling. And I go, why? Why would I feel that? I don't have a job that I don't like. I don't have a job that I'm going to be escaping from for a couple of days. And that's where I began to be aware of the Friday habit. You see, basically, we are conditioned creatures. I know our ego hates to admit that. We like to think that only our pets are conditioned and that they respond out of, because they're triggered into things. Well, we're triggered all the time and we react and respond to those triggers. And unless we become aware in our consciousness about what's happening, we'll continue to behave that way. So I became aware of the fact that this was almost like a Pavlovian conditioning. Um, I, I'm going to assume that you'd know what that means. The famous experiment with Pavlov's dogs. They would ring a bell, and then when the dogs heard the bell, they would feed them. And what happened after a while is, see, the dogs got so used to the bell that any time they heard a bell after that, they would salivate as if they were going to eat, whether there was food present or not. It just became part of their DNA. And when we have a routine that we've been living for years and years and years, like a nine to five, like I said, with me, even when I was far away from it, Friday would come and I would start to experience a different feeling. And that feeling, this is how it manifested. I felt like, well, you know what? I can take it easy. There are things that I could be doing, but it's okay if I don't do them. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have leisure. You shouldn't relax. But I am saying that if that feeling leads you to not pay attention to important activities that you, you've decided and you need to move you toward your goals, there could be a problem. Here's an indicator that maybe you need to look closely at that feeling of, thank God, it's Friday. When the weekend hits, it's Saturday. Do you start to look for ways to escape the previous week, to lose yourself in entertaining activities like watching a lot of television, 
binge-watching television series that you watched before as a way of, quote-unquote, relaxing, hey, I'm not telling you that you shouldn't do that. I am telling you that if you are, find out why. Because if it becomes a weekly routine, it could be a form of avoidance. Avoiding the confrontation with the idea that maybe you don't like the work that you do. You do it because you tolerate it. You do it because you feel you don't have a choice. You have to do it to pay bills, to put food on the table. That's, quote-unquote, just the way it is when you're an adult. If you think like that, then you are a prisoner to the Friday story because it is a narrative. It's a narrative that all too many people live. Hey, once again, if you can honestly say, you know what, I really do like what I do. I may not be, I may not like everything about it, but I really do like it. I wouldn't want to change it. And you feel that everything is good? Hey, I'm not here to tell you it's not. But I know I meet a lot of people who really dream about having something more. More enrichment, certainly more freedom, more financial independence, more of a sense of I'm in charge of my life instead of outside forces being in charge of it. And more of a feeling of, I would love to be doing my things that I'm passionate about instead of things that I feel obligated to do. I'm also here to tell you that you can change the pattern. What's going to enable you to do that? It's got to start with a very, very strong burning desire to change it. In other words, It begins with looking at that pattern of how you begin to feel as Friday approaches, how strong is the feeling of escape, of temporary freedom, and if it is just temporary freedom, is that enough? Should you only be entitled to 48 hours of a life that you think is your own? as opposed to the rest of the week when you feel, well, I'm obligated, so a lot of my time really doesn't belong to me. Or do you think maybe it would be wonderful if you could choose to have as much time as you wanted for the things that matter most to you that put a real smile on your face, that make you laugh, that bring you joy. If you didn't need to, quote-unquote, escape from anything, where every day felt like Saturday. And it is possible to have that. I know in my own life, when I experience that feeling 
which always mystifies me because, like I said, I don't have a job. And yet, Friday comes and I have a different attitude toward my activities, toward what I think are obligations, etc. I'm now starting to give more importance to the activities that I sometimes let go for what I tell myself are just enjoyable pastimes, but are really diversions. They're ways of distracting myself. We live in a society that encourages constant distraction. It's everywhere. And it's our choice to buy into it or not. I'll go as far as to say that that feeling that comes over us, which when you identify it as a habit, is not really different than being addicted to a harmful substance. Because when you crave the substance, whether it's nicotine or a barbiturate or a really dangerous and uh, destructive drug like cocaine or some other drug that totally numbs your senses, when you're addicted to those things, when the craving comes over you, you move toward it because it makes you feel good. So are we choosing the things that make us feel good and do those things elevate and enrich our lives? Or are we just choosing escape? Another way to check in on this and to heighten your awareness is to see how you feel Sunday evening before the beginning of the next work week. Do you go through any kind of re-entry anxiety? Hey, I'll never forget when I had a job teaching in the South Bronx many, many years ago in a school that was in a really tough neighborhood and the kids brought so many problems from their homes to the school that I really wasn't a teacher. I functioned more as a disciplinarian and as a cop, and I hated that. I used to go through intense anxiety every single Sunday. I mean, it was really, really bad. I would almost, I would start to lose sleep during the night and wake up with a pit in my stomach on Monday morning and then go back to this job that I felt was an obligation until I had the courage to face it and just quit. And everything got better after that. And at that time, oh, you'd better know, Friday didn't just feel good. It felt like I'm getting a day pass or a weekend pass. It was almost like temporary parole. They're letting me out of jail. Wow. You're the only one who can honestly answer the question, do I get very intense feelings of thank God it's Friday? Are my feelings of escape, wanting to escape, moderate or really, really high, or are they low? And how strong are those feelings on Sunday, Sunday evening particularly, 
do I get into a down mood or I tend to feel a little bit uh, sad because I'm going back to work on Monday? You're the only one who can answer those questions. And you don't have to answer them to anyone but yourself. And it's important that you do. Because if you discover and you honestly confront, you know, you admit to yourself, I do a lot of stuff on the weekend to just keep busy, to feel that I have more freedom than I really do, because I don't think that I have any other options. And I honestly, if I had all the money in the world, I really wouldn't do the work I'm doing. Then it's time to take a really close look. And to, you know what? You'll be afraid to do it. Because change, we are, we are conditioned to resist change. It's tough. But the moment you face it, you become strong. You begin to break the bondage, the chains of bondage to these things that we think we have no control over. And then you can begin to rewrite the story. I'm already working on every time now that Friday approaches, like today, for instance, my temptation was to, oh, you know what? I don't really have to do this podcast right now. And it's true. I don't have to do anything. I can leave it. I can do it tomorrow. I can postpone a lot of things. Why don't I check what new movies are playing? But now I stop and I go, do I really need a new movie to enrich me, to make me feel good today? Once again, if you feel that you are pursuing your dreams, that you're getting closer to them, then you can ignore all of this. But if your pattern is... I tolerate Monday to Friday. I feel a sense of escape that I love as Friday late afternoon approaches and I feel like I've been released from some kind of sentence on the weekend. It's time to honestly stop, reassess, and consider writing a new story. And yes, always begin by asking, how can I change my story and change my life? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.